So, yeah, I mean, I know I haven't put on jeans in like a week. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> no pants. No pants. Not, not wearing pants and playing a whole lot of Call of Duty. You know what's funny? I never good. thought that I would get into Call of Duty. Really? I just, I never played it. Like, it, I always played Halo as a first-person shooter, but I just, I never really could get into, like, the super fast-paced nature of Call of Duty and, like, hmm. uh, I didn't really, I didn't really like all of, like, the the field upgrades and, like, all the different stuff you do with your gun and, it like, all intense. these different things. Like, there's so many things yeah. that you can do. And now, like, with your, I mean, it's even more now, it, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm just full into it now. <laughs> so, which one are you doing then? It's Modern Warfare, so it's the newest Call of Duty game. The newest one that just yeah. it came out in came like out the like, fall. Yeah, like a what six months ago? Like within yeah. the last six months. Like within the last yeah. six months, it came out. Yeah. yeah, and then they recently came out with a a variation of it called Warzone, which is like a battle royale. Mm. Um, you know, it's like 150 players. And uh, I've been playing that uh, some, but uh, I've just been playing with Brennan a lot. And uh, it's just, we just play like multiplayer, you know, like, you know, team deathmatch type stuff. We just, just, and we'll just, we just spend a lot of time playing Call of Duty. And uh, honestly, it's pretty fun. It's been fun. (laughs) It's been fun. But I got to find a way to start exercising soon because I've just been on my ass. I mean, I've been sick for like yeah. a week. I had a cold. I'm getting better now. But like I got to find a way to get some exercise because I've just been like laid up like, oh, I don't feel good. I'm just playing lots of Call of Duty and snacking. Yeah, well, that and then when you start feeling better, you don't even have work to go back to where you're right. outside. I mean, you're outside all, well, I mean, you're not out in the sun, but I mean, right. you're driving around, you're I active. Drive around, I'm walking. You're walking and in and out. Sometimes you're up and down ladders if you're yeah. installing cameras and stuff. So yeah, to like, to like be sick and then to not be sick and then just still yeah. be in the same routine. It's like, fuck. It's like, oh, geez. So many pizza rolls. I was playing with, uh, Brennan today and he was saying that Michelle was doing a she was doing a workout with Mark Wahlberg he was doing like a live stream and doing a oh, workout yeah. and then like she like and like instructing people like how like what he was doing and stuff yeah. he was like basically running a workout and like she was doing it along with him yeah it's like god I don't want to do a workout with Mark Wahlberg that guy's got a crazy schedule yeah he's got he his workout regimen is like nuts no, thank yeah. you. <laughs> the that David Goggins guy that I follow, yeah. that did the running challenge, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did. He's been doing them like every other day or something. He'll do like an hour long like workout, but yeah. he does he does no weights. He does oh, okay. only body weight. Yeah. Which, then everybody can do it. Yeah, which yeah, anyone can do it, and in any space. Like he yeah. even did it for. It was cool. Like um, the way that he did it was he did it in the corner of a room. So that like if you're in a cubicle, like if you are at work or if like you're if you're like working out of your house, like you can literally do it in the smallest area. Like it was kind of wow. cool. That's like cool. He came up with a I different mean, exercises. And yeah. Stuff like it was that. and it was dude, my late like so I didn't do it live because he did it at like 9 a.m. Oh, and okay. I was working. Yeah. Um, but I did it later that night and oh my God, my legs, dude. 
they're fucking jello still like yeah it i mean and i do home workout but they're always not done by a navy seal so <laughs> david david goggins yeah. is kind of on another level and i was like oh god <laughs> dude i i know like i've been doing like some home workouts myself but they're really basic i only do like i'll do like some squats but that's really it i got a bad knee so like i kind of have to like work around work around it a little bit you know and cara last week cara's been doing orange theory oh cool i didn't know that that. that's cool yeah she's been doing it for a couple months now How's she liking it she really likes it that's what i hear dude like a lot of people that it's really good yeah it's not super cheap but it's really good but it's unlimited isn't it like once you get a membership there don't you get to go or how does no you pay depending on how much you pay you get a certain number of classes every month so like she pays i don't know it's like 80 bucks a month and she gets eight classes which is pretty good i mean ten dollars a class like not not too bad and they're like 45 you can choose either the 45 minute one or the hour and a half one that they do on saturday mornings damn so she's done the 90 minute one a few times um she really likes it yeah and like for her like she like like me like neither of us have been in like a regular workout routine for a long time and so like if we go to a gym we don't even really know what we're doing we're like we don't know yeah. what to do here to get like lost and really the... push yourself throughout your workout yeah. you know you're kind of like oh i did this uh, maybe i'll go over there and do some of that you know but one how not, much weight to do and yeah and you're yeah. not really like getting your heart rate up that much or anything like unless you like run on the treadmill that's pretty much the only thing so it's really cool because you they basically you wear like a heart rate monitor that's the whole thing with orange theory mm. you wear like a heart rate monitor and then it like goes by colors so it's like something like blue is like when you're just like hanging out green is like maybe like when you're walking or like you're kind of or like you're starting to exercise you're getting it up a little bit and then orange is where it's like you're you're like burning you're like burning stuff like that's kind of like where you want to be so that's why mm. they call it orange theory really it's like i didn't the, know that yeah that's like no the heart shit rate spot i didn't know that, that, you that was be in. okay and then so you want to kind of be in there right. a lot and then uh like red is where you're like all the out like zone. pushing it yeah. as far as you know as hard as you can yeah. basically so they'll like push you up to that sometimes like bring you back down like bring you down lower or back up and so they'll run on the treadmill they'll do like rowers and then they do like weight exercises too, where like you're like lifting and you're like doing like push ups and burpees and like different stuff like that and like all kinds of different things. And they just, they walk you through, like they have you do the whole thing. They're like, all right, you know, two minutes, do this many reps and this many sets of this thing and then on to the next, you know, whatever. Yeah. So she, it's cool because it's all guided and she feels cool. like she's learning how to, how to work out, even if there's not somebody there telling her what to do so it's good training and it's also it's been great for her like she's been you know getting in shape and dropping a few pounds and like she feels better and stuff so she when orange theory closed they said well you know we have videos on our app where you can go and do like home workouts so she was like let's do this home workout together and i was like okay the whole thing was like squat stuff And I like, I messed up my knee for like two days because it was all like crazy, like, like lunges and then like, like squats and then like those weird squats where you like squat down and then you like, uh, like do like the, the 
the heel lift things like the calf raises while oh. you're squatted down mm. and stuff like or you're like doing like mini squats while you're squatted like you're doing like oh. short like mini squats yeah. and stuff all terrible for my knee dude Squat i holds. was i was dying dude yeah. it was it was bad uh i and so I haven't really worked out since then. That was like a week ago. <laughs> and I've been like, I probably need to get out and do something, take the dog for a walk, do something yeah. like that. But um, yeah, it'll be, and then for the foreseeable future, I'm going to be working from home, uh, you know, doing remote support stuff. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be crucial to like take time to go and exercise and stuff. Cause I'm yeah. going to be sitting on my ass all day long. Yeah. Fixing people's computers. Get yeah. this. They, as of right now, they have so many people that they need to get into the remote support stuff that I, they're not going to give me like the software to log into to people's computers and work on them. They're giving me access to a virtual computer. So like I'm on my computer and then I sign into a thing and it takes me to like a virtual desktop, like a separate desktop that has like icons on it and stuff. And then through that, I run the program where I connect to people's computers. Oh, God. So it's like a com- yeah. inception. It's yeah. like my computer to like a virtual computer to a client's computer. Wow. Because normally that computer that you're logging into, that, I'm that would normally be an actual desktop or yeah. something that you would have with software on it that you could remote access. Yeah, like when I did it in the past, it yeah. was like actually uh, like my corporate laptop had the software it's called log me in it's a very common like remote support software that a Mm -hmm. lot of companies use i had that on my computer and so i would just run that and then i would run our geek squad thing that let me pull people from the queue and connect up with them through Mm -hmm. the log me in thing but now i'm going to be like signing into like this other computer through my computer and then running that to get connected to people it's weird it's weird that's crazy. So, uh, yeah, should be fun. Damn. But anyway, uh, I guess I should just say it now, but yeah. welcome to the Whiskey Boys podcast. I'm Shane. And I'm John. And uh, this is the podcast where we're not going to talk about the coronavirus a lot. No. We're going to kind of keep it to a minimum. Yeah. That was probably all you're going to hear about it. Yep. Just, just a... Just a just a little bit. Just a brief. Just a just a brief. Just, just a brief nugget. Nugget there, and uh, we're gonna move on from there. We're gonna- I so I've been wanting to talk about this for months, and like we've had other guests on, we've had other things to talk about. Not to mention we haven't hung out in like three weeks almost. We haven't hung out <laughs> just yeah. because of life. I mean, and then you were yeah, sick. There's, I've been and sick, then, and then there's been kind of the stuff where it's like, yeah. ah, I don't go to people's houses and yeah. do stuff. And yeah, so we did that today, but we're you know we're, we are definitely a, we're over, breaking some yeah. of the rules that you see yeah. people on social media being like, don't go to people's houses. But yeah, but we're also drinking whiskey, which, which has kills alcohol. The virus. Yeah, it it does. So, I mean, this is a fact that you can learn only here on this podcast. <laughs> if you drink lots of whiskey, you will kill the coronavirus. It just it, eliminates even it. Even if it doesn't, you're going to think you did. Yeah. I mean, if you drink enough whiskey, you're going to be like, you're going to bring it to its knees. Corona what? Because I'm going to tell you something. If you drink enough whiskey, get this, you're going to want to die yourself anyway. <laughs> you're going to want to, you're going to want to die and then it doesn't matter if you have coronavirus. It was funny how you said you're going to want to die yourself because it sounded like Did maybe you, you, 
Oh, d- like you, oh, that would sound weird you if you didn't die think yourself. Of, like you're gonna want to die yourself, like comma yeah. yourself. You're gonna want to die yourself, yourself. But that still sounds like you're but saying yeah, like I want to make myself oh. a different color. Yeah, that's weird. That's it's, one of those. Yeah, I, see, I didn't hear it that way, actually, but you did. You're gonna you're gonna actually want to die. You're gonna actually want to die. If you drink enough whiskey, you're actually gonna want to die. And you're not even gonna care if it's from coronavirus or something else. Yeah, you're just gonna be like, just you're gonna take be like, me now. Oi, my head. Which, by the way, before you say what you were going, which you still got it, you still what you got, what yes. you were gonna say. Okay, good. Yeah. Because here, here, quick tangent. Because we're already talking about it. I don't know. Did I tell you about the fact that I get hangovers after drinking about four beers? Yeah, you just told me that the other day. Did I? I yeah. can't. I just. Th- I can't you remember what I said. Okay. Yeah. So. And then you got a terrible hangover. Yeah. I was throw. I lost four pounds because I was throwing up. You were throwing up after four beers. Well, maybe it was five. Maybe it was five. Maybe it was five. But that's still either not way. that crazy. And and um, if it was like a span of several hours, that's not that it was. crazy. It was. I wasn't drunk. That's oh. the thing. I was not drunk at all. What the heck? I drove like I was. I was like, all right, see you guys later. Like you know, I was hanging out with Michael Gard and Carlos. Yeah. You know, we were just yeah. sitting on. Three separate couches, by the way, for anyone listening, going social distance. No, we were we were on three separate Spread couches. Spread out a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, I drove home. Fine. Woke up with a hangover, and it lasted until 3 p.m. Ew. Dude, yeah. So that being said, if you don't want to drink whiskey, you can also drink beer. And if you have a little bitch stomach like me, you'll also want to die after a four beer, five beers. Hangovers they were cool. are just too. like not worth it. Yeah, they're no, not. they're really not. I, I honestly don't want to drink beer again. But I mean, that's the thing that sucks is like you were like driving home and you're just like, I'm not going to have a hangover. No. And then you wake up and you feel like garbage. Yeah. Uh, that's so weird. Like, that's so strange. I don't, I will say I had not been drinking almost anything at all for a good while. And then last night we decided to get, we went to uh, this restaurant, Commoner and Co., um nice fantastic uh they're closed but they're doing curbside they're doing pickup. the curbside yeah yeah <laughs> so you union get, is. yeah they have like a couple oh yeah union oh, okay yeah. yeah unions super good too um but uh they have like a few things on their menu they have like a pasta bake they have a meatloaf and they have a shepherd's pie and so we got the shepherd's pie dude Ooh. they also have and it's a shepherd's pie and then it comes with a salad and it comes with uh, like focaccia or some some bread like that. Mm. I think just the, like the bread that they serve at the table. Yeah. And then uh, a chocolate tart. Damn. And then we also got the goat cheese tart. Nice. That thing is that. so good, dude. It's a it's like goat cheese, you know, like in a tart. So it's like got the little like crust. You know, mm. it's like a little tiny pie almost. Yeah. And then it's got like a like a jam on top, and it is so good it's ridiculous but we went and got that and i was like oh we should get like a little bit of alcohol to have with this so we got trulies we got like seltzers you know hard seltzers i had two and i had a headache afterwards did you really yeah see there you go not i had a headache like 45 minutes later yeah i was like wow why does my head hurt right now it was like i haven't had alcohol those are also pretty high in like alcohol, a few weeks. Though. Aren't those like 7%? Yeah, they're like a 
They're like a beer. They're, they're like a like beer. A, they're like a so, high beer. So, I mean, you beer. drink two yeah. of those. Yeah, I mean, that's higher than most beers. That's, is a, 7%. that's a decent... Yeah, it's a decent a, amount that's of That's a craft beer. Yeah. I think. And uh, I mean, I know. drink them pretty pretty fast because Slammed they're them. seltzer. So, yeah. you, you know, you don't yeah. even feel it. You're just like, ah, I'm just drinking fizzy water. I, it's funny. I almost had one yesterday because I went to my parents' house yesterday. I almost... they ha- Actually, they were White Claws, but still, they had those yeah. In, yeah, the, right. in the refrigerator. And I almost grabbed one and was like, flashback to freaking last friday when i got a hangover and i was like no it's like the same thing because whiskey won't do it so i don't know if it's just because i've drank like whiskey is a different maybe it's just i mean it makes it it, it sounds stupid to say whiskey is a different type of alcohol but um i just think that it hits different i think it just hits my system different now which Mm -hmm. i'm happy ah something in my throat hold on yeah but yeah it uh but yeah so beer i just and two like i said it was coors which i've never been a fan of drinking that many coors at one time i've had a lot of hangovers doing that even when i was younger like you know 21 22 like even then when i was you know like I was still getting hangovers then from those. Yeah. So I think if I were to have, you know, maybe four craft beers, I don't think I would have gotten a hangover. I think it's something right. about that cheaper yeah, it must PBR, be. Coors, that shit that just... Maybe it is, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I mostly drink craft beer these days, but every now and then I'll have a Coors. It, it's just... And like whiskey will mess me up too if I have enough of it, but... I usually just don't drink a ton of whiskey because I'm just kind of sipping it and enjoying it, you know. Well, and you get a little head rush, and then you you're, you're not too deep. Yeah, like you're actually keeping up with it. Like you can feel right. it, and you're already like, yeah, nope, I'm good. Yeah, it's not like slam eight beers, and then all of a sudden you're chugging nine. You're like, holy crap! Oh, keep there drinking. It is. Yeah. yeah, like it's like too late. You know, this it's like pretty obvious. Like, okay, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can get I can get whiskey drunk for sure, but oh yeah, um, it's not fun. <laughs> I th- here's the thing that I kind of like though, like if I'm drinking whiskey and I have a couple glasses of it, it gets to this point where it suddenly just becomes really easy to drink. It does you know you get you get to that point where it feels like almost it's like it's coated your mouth and your throat and stuff, and you're just like. There's just nothing bad about this. It's all good, you know. Yeah. And you're just kind of, and so I'll I'll start I'll start slow, and then like I'll kind of start picking up the pace if I let myself keep going, because yeah. I'm like ah like I'm not working tomorrow or That's whatever, fine. you know. Yeah. But but I don't. It doesn't really hit me hit me nearly as bad now, as as like the the Trulies and the White Claws and stuff. Those are like the worst, I think. Yeah. And beer's bad too. Yeah, and two, I will say, if you take whiskey shots, you'll get fucked up pretty quick without real, like, you know, yeah. you'll be, because I've, never do that. I've done that a few times, and like, th- like that one night when I was the drunkest that I've probably, one of the drunkest I've times I've ever been, like the top oh, three, yeah, yeah. um, at my cousin's wedding, like two years ago, and, or, or yeah, it was like a, just over a year ago, and, um, yeah, I ended up having like 16 shots of just random stuff. Jeez. Like it was vodka, tequila, and there was like there was other like lower alcohol content shots that, you yeah. know, alcohol-wise don't even count, but um 
but yeah, like there was definitely a lot of heavy shots of like whiskey and all that. Dude, you take like five or six of them, you're like, oh man, I don't even feel it. And then, yeah. and then like give it like a couple minutes, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, wow, right, yeah. <laughs> and then you're just done. Yeah, it's like at that point you're like, I'm done. Like it's true. I might as well just keep going. Right. So what, what were you gonna say? I, Sorry. I was gonna say. Yeah. What I was gonna say is. I've been wanting to talk about the fact that I got this watch for Christmas and it's basically like the first legit watch that I've ever gotten. I dig it. It's, it's, I'm so, I've been so stoked on it. It Uh just, it's, it just looks cool. Uh, so Cara got me this watch for Christmas. I had kind of mentioned and that's, you know, that's the mark of, uh, of, uh, an attentive partner who is listening to this kind of stuff. She, she, took note of me saying like you know i want to get like a nice watch you know i want to get one with like a nice metal band that looks fancy and just kind of ups my game when i'm when i put it on you know Mm -hmm. and i i really feel like she delivered you know yeah i i really feel like so this is a fossil i don't remember what model it is but um you know i I I've just been completely happy with it. You know, I yeah. I know that it it was it's not a a budget watch, but it's I'm sure because I know that I know how much money we have. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like insanely expensive. Yeah. Um, and uh you know, it may not have some of those like really fancy features that Mm -hmm. some of like the high-end watches have but uh it's been great i really like i like the face on it i like the hands on it it's really easy to read quickly um the band is really comfortable that that chain band Mm -hmm. um i like the locking mechanism on it like it's easy to like lock it and unlock it just has that button on the side and i like the size it's like Big enough to kind of for people to be like, oh, check out that watch, but not like so huge that they're like, oh, you kind of look like a douche. It's like obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know? Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. I can't believe that thing fits on your wrist. Oh, I have small wrists. Oh, well, actually, I have. You have smaller wrists now. That's the thing. Yeah. No, I do. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a little loose. I don't know how. Do you That's, wear it? Is it's that a, about it's how a you little wear it? loose. So well, I've I mean, gone yeah. down. I've gone down one full link in my okay. metal bracelets wow. and then like one hole on these ones. Yeah. Cause I feel like I tried on one of your watches one time and I was like, ah, oh, this is a little big on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's yeah. My wrists have, have definitely shrunk a little bit. Yeah. Um, as they do as, um, as they do. But, uh, yeah, no, that's, I, I actually really dig that. That is, I, I actually really like, I mean, holding it even. And it's funny cause it actually has a lot of the features that, um, I look for in, uh, in, a basically that would be considered like a sport watch. Um, you okay. know, like that's kind of the category that it would fall under, at least for me. What, um, what would, what's, what are the different, all right, just, just so everybody kind of knows what the deal is here. Um, John, he, he's just a, he's a Renaissance man. You know, he, he is interested in the things of life that make it better. He's interested in in whiskey. He's interested in 
books about the Civil War. Yeah. He likes watches. They won't they won't know about the Civil War book though. He makes a great cup of coffee and he wears expensive uh work boots that no, I don't. you could kick I don't know. <laughs> My work boots are cheap. <laughs> oh, are they? I, I buy cheap work boots. Uh, I really don't know. Uh he he's got a picture of a city on his wall. Oh yeah. And a bistro behind me. Yes. And when you walk into his apartment, you say, this is a place of luxury. (laughs) (laughs) This is a place of luxury. I like it. I'm going to roll it back just a little bit. Uh, John's really, he really is into watches and he's been collecting watches for several years. Yeah. Uh, And he knows, he knows, he knows a decent amount about watches and, uh, you know, kind of, yeah. he's a, he's kind of in that in that watch community a little yeah. bit. You know, name name three celebrities uh, that have great watch collections. Ooh, all right. So first, actually, one you'll appreciate is John Mayer. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's got a very respectable collection of watches. Yep. Um, one that I really like for a couple of reasons: Tiger Woods. He's okay. got a really cool well, uh, right. watch collection. And then, like a third, I'm just there's so many that like. They have watches, but they're not. Um, let's see here. You know who actually I really like is Conor McGregor's. Oh. Because Conor McGregor, though he has okay. a lot of money, yeah. he buys, like he'll buy a Rolex Datejust. Like he'll just buy like a simple little Rolex. Like it's is not anything a, is fancy. Fa- is that a simple it's Rolex? A, it's like a simple, you look Rolexes. at it and it's just like unassuming. It's small. Yeah. You know, a lot of these, you know, they have huge, you know, you know, yeah. tech Philippe's that are already worth, you know, $300,000 and then they throw diamonds all over them and they're huge and gaudy, you know, but he yeah. has like, and he wears some outlandish stuff, but there's a lot of times, dude, where like, I'll pay attention to like what he's wearing and he'll just have like a simple, I'm like, that's dope. All right. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know that maybe off the top of my head, uh, those are just the ones that come to mind, but, um, but yeah, so. But yeah, I, nice. it's funny because look at that. See, he was able to name three pretty easily. That should show you he, like, he pays attention to watches. They actually have a book, uh, which I, no, I do have it. It's not up here, but it is called "A Man and His Watch," and it is a book that's about yay thick, and it is of all the, I guess you'd say, famous people that have had famous watches. Oh, so okay. it's gonna have you know the Rolex Daytona in there from. Um, the racer what's his name i can't think of his name right now blanking on it um but you know like that kind of thing yeah uh, you know so yeah it's really cool like so you actually have a book dedicated towards like super influential people mm-hmm. and their watches that huh. they like loved crazy <laughs> so huh. yeah i would say that i would say out of anything that i have like if if i had to give if i had to just keep one hobby it would it would be watches yeah. Like if I could just, you know, I I wouldn't need to drink whiskey again if I had to. I wouldn't need to make coffee like my, you know, right. I could just make it out of a Keurig. But there's something about watches that just freaking get. Like I was watching watch videos before you came over. Like I no was kidding. sitting, yeah, I was sitting watching a video on a possible like uh, multiple videos on a certain watch that I'm looking at maybe getting, and I'm just like, no kidding. What, what's like the, I mean, I know for me, it's largely an aesthetic thing. It's a fashion statement. 
You wear a nice watch. It's a fashion statement. And the thing is, like, for a long time, I wore a watch that was, it definitely had a very, like, sporty kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But it, and it was like, it was a Casio. It was, you know. I, think I remember. It was like 40 bucks, you know. Show. It was yeah. like a, it wasn't that digital one. It's a oh. different, it was a different one. It had a metal face or it had, like, the core was metal. Oh, uh-huh. And then it had, like, a, like, a nylon band. I wore it, mm. I wore it for a long time. Um, and then I think I got an Apple Watch and I stopped wearing oh, it. Okay. But uh, I th- I still have it. Um, but it was cheap. But I'd have mm. people all the time be like, "That's a nice watch," and it's like, as long as it looks nice, yeah, it doesn't really matter how much it costs unless you're interested in, unless you care, you know, right? Like if you really For care what it is, right? You know, then you can kind of be like. I like this and I appreciate it and I like to wear it out because, but you're only going to really have that conversation with other people who care about watches. Yeah. You know, like if yeah. you're talking about, you're just talking with some <laughs> random person, they might be like, that's a nice watch. And you're like, oh yeah, let me tell you about this watch that doesn't really have a name. It just has like a model number and they're going to be like, mm, no, no. Great. No, I don't want to know all that stuff about it. Yeah, I don't care. It's just like, thank hey, you. Bye. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. That was a nice watch. Wow. Okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> but it does. It does make you know. I could definitely see a scenario where I have you know, three or four, nice, nice watches that I can switch between based on the situation and what I'm doing and stuff like that. Um, like I wear this one all the time now. It, it actually worked. That's why sport watches are most popular, honestly, for a lot of reasons. But that's one of them is because you can wear it for so many things. So what makes it a sport watch? So so there's a few features. One of them, so, um, well, I guess, like, so you have dress watches, you have sport watches, which, uh-huh. and then you have dive watches, which kind of like dive watches and sport watches can be similar. Yeah. Um. And then, I mean, those are kind of like your main ones, um, you know, uh, for the most part. Uh, so f- specifically, f- like the way I look at it um, would be it's got the metal band, which, um, you know, like you could maybe get that watch. You could put it like on a on a uh, leather strap and it would look yeah. really good. Yeah, It's still a sport watch. But there's still something about that metal bracelet that makes it sporty. You know, it gives it that look. Sure. Um, you also have on that one, ironically, you actually have a tachometer, which is specifically a timing device used for like race cars and things um, for timing. Right. You know, different. So you actually have the chronograph right. feature on there. So typically, like a dress watch will be very plain dial, it'll have just like the hands and like maybe the date. Or whatever, you sure. know, it's, you know, oh, and then like field watches, which is actually what this is, um, is the other like style. And then, avi- I mean, there's aviation watches and there's all that kind of stuff, but, um, it's just as I was thinking about it, but cause yeah. you can have like a chronograph on other vert, you know, you can there's sure. dress watches with chronographs, but it just, it depends on how the, the aesthetic and how like that just looks sporty. That's something that, and also sport watches, like you can wear them with shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. You could you could honestly wear that like to a wedding 
Yeah. You know, I right. mean, it's not assuming that it's not all beat up and banged up and looks like crap, but sure. as it sits now, you could wear that easily uh, to something nice. To something nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause it, it and like, cause it kind of looks like jewelry. Mm-hmm. Like it had, because it's all metal. It's polished. I mean, it's, it's got, like, it's, it's got polished. Like on the on the band uh, around the around the bezel, like around the yeah. you know you have some polish yep. there and stuff. So yeah, like that kind of thing. Yeah, like it's yeah you absolutely could, you know. And it's smaller too. It's like it's right. got a slightly thinner profile. It's not. It's probably like a forty-two millimeter watch or something. So it's not like overly big right. or anything. Um. So and then two. I don't. Do those hands light up? Or is that loom? They don't light up. They. They, they glow, glow I mean, in the glow dark. In the dark. Yeah. So that's another thing. Dress watches typically won't have loom, at least sure. if they is very minimal. That having loom on it, you know, it's sport watch. Like See, being I like able to the utility it. of this stuff. Yeah. You know, so that's why I, it's. I have another watch. It's a Timex, and it it is a it was a cheap one. It was like I don't know forty bucks or something mm-hmm. like that, forty five bucks, and it just has like metal hands, kind of like the second hand on this. Mm-hmm. Not even. They're they're like they're just metal hands, and they are so hard to read. Oh yeah, especially if it's like kind of low lighting, or even if it's high lighting and there's a glare. I'm like, what 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 time is it? I yeah. don't know, you know. Uh, and that's the biggest thing. I just like having a watch so I can check the time when yeah. I need to check it, you know. And this one, it's nice because even if the glow in the dark feature has worn off. It's, if it's low lighting, I can still pretty much tell what time it is because the hands are like white, super and contrast, kind of big and blocky and stuff. Yeah, it's a black face with white. Um, it doesn't yeah. even have the numbers on there. It just has just like, the indices. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the indices. I knew that word too. Yeah, uh, we both knew it. We both. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's funny. So. Um, the uh like in the watch community it's like that three watch collection like you have like your perfect three watch like that's what you should be shooting for is like really is like yeah you have your like your three watch collection because so like people i aren't like oh i want to have like 50 watches they're like no. no there's some people that yeah like they'll do in fact i was just the guy that i was watching he does um if he could own uh he calls it only blank so only rolex only Zen, only Omega, whatever. And he gives you his three watch collection from that. Like if only, if he could only own three watches from this brand, what would they be? So like, yeah, the three watch collection is kind of like a thing because it gives you versatility. It gives you like, you can have an everyday watch, you can have a weekend watch and then like a throw in a random whatever, you know? So I'm always the guy who's trying to find a way to get one thing that does everything I could possibly want, you know? But there's a little bit of uh, freedom in just saying, that's you're not gonna, that's not gonna happen. Just shoot for three. And then with those three watches, you, you'll get everything that you need if you get a variety. Yeah. You know, you can likely get everything that you want from these three watches. Are people really into vintage watches? Yes. Like, I love vintage watches. Really, like, yeah. actually, like, this watch was made however many years ago. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of them out there and stuff, there's like, a, floating around. There's a huge market for, there's actually, uh, like, Theo and Harris, Delray watch, uh, 
couple more, not kind of blanking on the names right now, but that are watch shops that are specifically selling vintage watches. Um, mm. So, you know, Rolexes, they look like hell, but right. they're super collectible. You know, they'll be fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 watches yeah. and, you know, they get them serviced and stuff. But yeah, there's a, in fact, there's kind of a, like in the watch community, you can kind of, you can go like, you can buy new of anything of any price range. I mean, sure. buy new of yeah. anything, you know, from, you know, $5 all the way up to, you know, I don't know, maybe like two or 1.8, 1. 1.5 million. I think is the most expensive, like one of the most, exp- it's like what? almost a two month. Yeah. It's uh, it's a JLC. I think it's two, is it 2 million? No, that might be too much. For anyway. a brand new watch. It's yeah. not vintage. It doesn't have any no. value as a vintage item. It's a brand new it's, off the yeah, off but it's, the conveyor belt yeah. type thing. Well, it's probably custom made. Yeah, no, I think it takes like it takes a single watchmaker like eight months to make. What the it's what, got, what makes what you could you possibly get in a watch that would make it that expensive? It's got uh, over twenty. I think it's like twenty six complications on it. And the watch is actually double-sided. So you actually take it off and you actually spin it on the to get the other other features. What? So I'm going to give you so one. It has like two faces? Yeah, so it has two faces. I'm going to give you just one of the complications and you tell me why it's, this is expensive, okay? Check okay. this out. So you know how, uh, so have you ever heard of a perpetual calendar in a watch? Uh, or have, no. that, so a perpetual calendar is typically found in quartz watches like um, my Casio G-Shock because it's battery operated and has a little computer chip in it. Yeah. And so it's programmed, uh, I think, up to the, like the year 2099. Okay. So yeah. as long as that battery's good, it knows. So best example is this year it hit February 29th right. and then it hits March 1st. It knew that it was it a leap year it because was it was already year. programmed. It that. was already programmed. Yeah. Whereas, like my watch, it 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 didn't know. Yeah, you have to. It's just set on a thirty-one yep. day thing, and I have to fix it. You have to fix it's it. It's not a yep. thirty-one day. Month. Just like this one. Yeah. Any, any of these watches. Right. JLC through not even a battery-operated watch, a completely mechanical watch has a perpetual calendar, so it knows when you when you set it, it's gonna know on a leap year to go from February 29th to March 1st through mechanical gearing. What? Exactly. That's one of the 26 complications. Oh my gosh. It has moon phase. So it tracks not just regular sunset and sunrise, which it has, but it tracks the phases of the moon so that as you look at your watch, it shows this all on the watch face. Mm -hmm. How do you? It's absolutely amazing. Okay. But there's 26 complications on there. But so there's 13 on each side, supposedly. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, well, some of them you don't see. Uh, the chime, it's got a bell, so you can actually hit it at any moment, and it'll it'll ding like church bells because there's what? bells on the inside of the watch that are that actually make up the uh, the actual case is actually a giant bell on the inside, and they're tone and they're tuned different so what? that it hits and it'll be like ding, 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 and then it like it tells what? you like the amount of time you know has has you know. And then That's it has crazy. an alarm and a, and a, uh, a mechanical alarm that you can set. So it'll like wake you up in the morning. That's nuts. It's freaking amazing. <laughs> so that kind of thing, 
yeah. is is like why it's so expensive. So you're buying that, and it's also you know like the case will be made out of 18 karat gold, right? And then yeah. the strap is all the you materials know, are yeah. super expensive and yeah. stuff too. And then so. <laughs> Do, are there people who have it? Do one of those three celebrities uh, have that no, watch? No, uh, there. I don't. So that was a that was their like whatever anniversary watch that they decided to make, and they basically like. I saw a video with the CEO of the company. I, I'm pretty sure it was JLC. Um, the CEO of the company. He was like. He basically was like. Yeah, we just pretty much wanted to make something that was completely unrealistic that was just going to show off what we could do. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh my God, well, you did it. Yeah. Good job. I mean, geez. <laughs> so the um, looks that people would give you if you just said, yeah, I spent $2 million on this watch that's on my wrist right now, they'd yeah. be like, I think I think they made like people three would of pull them. out a machete and just yeah. chop your arm chop right your arm off, off so you can run off with it. the watch. Yeah, I think there was only like three of them made or something. One of them's going to wow. stay in a museum sure. dedicated to, and then the other two were just, I don't know. Somehow the who's who of watch guys get the first dibs. I don't know how you get on that list, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you obviously know. like a whole, so like some history trivia, like when did people start wearing wristwatches? Do you know? Um. So that became popular mostly because of the war. Uh, aviation watches actually started wristwatches, and they were like 60 millimeter watches. They were huge. Really? And these guys would wear them on their wrists because when they were flying, you know, everyone had pocket watches. You yeah. know, that was the super, right. pop, you know, you always see it like in the yeah. you know, old time photos and stuff. Um, you know, guys would have pocket watches. Well, once aviation, you know, once aviation kind of became a thing, and then we started flying, you know, bombers and stuff, and they started doing timed raids, well, they were timed on their watches that was the only way they could so they started wearing them on their wrists and all they were doing was taking pocket watches and like fashioning straps to make them work so a lot of your aviation watches are they look like uh pocket watches like they look like they still have the crown like like some of them even have it at the top still like they'll still put the crown at the top so it's like an actual pocket pocket watch Yeah. yeah So like that's kind of what started it, and then okay. and then that makes sense. Um, but I believe, if I remember correctly, I believe women used to wear them, but it was like a feminine thing because it was jewelry, and that's why men never, you know, kind of like you said, really? where it's like a fashion statement now, where yeah. a man ha- a man has a watch. Yeah. I think the women actually used to wear them that way, but men that was not, you know, you didn't wear. No kidding. You know, yeah. Huh. So that's interesting. Yeah. So through military, it kind of. That's kind of where it first yeah. kind of took place. That's so interesting. Yeah. So it's only been like like 70, 80 years yeah. that we've really been seeing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the funny thing is, is that watches up until the 70s, 70s or 80s, were all mechanical. They didn't have quartz. Sure. So yeah. there was a thing called the quartz crisis. It was like a thing in the watch community. It's, really? Yeah. Where it basically wiped out a vast majority of mechanical watch companies because quartz came in and they were more accurate you didn't have to set them you know it just became like hey this is way easier yeah but now we see a resurgence of yeah you know a lot of people going hey i like the mechanical watches it's kind of like people getting into vinyl again and Mm -hmm. stuff like that where yeah people are like no we kind of like the analog way yeah yeah so quartz watches were the thing like in the 70s and 80s seiko hamilton were kind of the hamilton was the first one 
um, and then Seiko soon followed, and then they kind of took over. Um, and then ironically, both now make quartz and mechanical. So they didn't really lose anything on that. They still make both, but huh. interesting. So, yeah, this is, this is my latest, my latest watch. Oh, this is the one you were telling me you, you yeah, just recently ordered it. that I've, I've wanted it for about two years now. Wow. Two or uh, almost, no, actually uh, three years now. So it's been a long time coming. It's, which is funny cause it's not like super expensive. It was just one of those that whenever I decided to buy it, it was out of stock and um, not a lot of companies sell marathon watches. So it was, it was hard to uh, find it. So the company is called marathon, mm-hmm. but marathon, you can't buy this watch directly from marathon. Um, you can, but the markup is, I mean, usually uh, you want you like, to buy it from a retailer. Yeah. Somewhere. Like I buy it from, uh, like I bought that from the place, the website that I bought probably 10 other watches from and, yeah. uh, you know, and plus he's a small business and I'd prefer to support him than sure. pay a, uh, it's significantly more on their website. So does this move? Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard though. Cause it's a GMT style bezel. So it does, you can move it. it just, oh yeah, I see. It's just kind of clunky cause it's meant for just a second time zone. Oh, I see. So you can, you know, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, that's, uh, I moved it and uh, it's not going to move. <laughs> oh yeah, you're fine. It's, I'll, just, I'll let you, uh, it's, it's actually that. one of the only things that I don't like about it is how like, how difficult it is yeah to- and it's mainly because it's a it's a fiber shell case and a fiber shell uh yeah it's a very interesting case mm-hmm. um and then you've got like the nylon strap for it mm-hmm. so it's that's nice. it's so really that- nice it's just it's interesting like what a difference it's like if you just saw this watch i feel like you'd be like oh that's pretty unassuming yeah you know when you get up closer you realize like there's a lot of detail on it and mm-hmm. stuff the yeah. face is the face the actual face is very small yeah um, it's the watch isn't tiny but the face is very small so it's uh it's kind of cool this actually uh holds a uh, a mil spec uh rating so it actually has so if you actually look up this mil spec number this watch comes up under the u.s government and what it's actually that? what does mil spec mean so military specifications for uh a watch so so they they issue this watch or this just meets the specifications to be issued. Yeah. That gets issued to certain troops, uh, like certain, like, I don't know how, how that were, if it's brigades or whatever, but, um, that does get issued to, to people. So like, um, so like some of the specifications on it are the band has to withstand a certain amount of, uh, tensile strength more so than most watches. Like it has to be able to, withstand you know yeah. a decent amount of right. being tugged or something um the the it has to be lightweight um it actually has to be able to withstand pressures up to i believe thirty thousand feet so it's actually oh, meant okay. for parachuting um and wow. then the um the crown guards to protect that's why it's kind of got that oblong you know to protect yeah, yeah. the crown so it's not um it has to be accurate to a certain number of seconds per day um, it has to have end of life indicator. So when this thing, when the battery gets low, it's not automatic. When the battery gets low, it takes every four seconds so that you can know when it's oh, time for a battery change. Okay. Um, it's anti-magnetic. It has tritium. That's the coolest part. And I'll show you that once we're done recording. Um, so it's got tritium gas tubes. So if you look really close, um, you can kind of see them They're on the hands 
and on the uh tritium gas tubes yeah so like where those indices are that i was saying they're actual little tubes and they're also in the hour and minute hand oh yeah and that's radioactive luminescence so that can sit in a dark room for 25 years and it'll just glow what so at night it's so i actually wear that to bed now because wait can you turn off the light turn off the light yeah i want to see it dude whoa look at that man I mean, that's like basically yeah. what mine was yeah. doing like, right? for like watches that like you can press a button and it turns a light on. You right. Know? Like, so it's pretty much what it does. Yeah. Mine, so this. Mine doesn't even glow that well. Yeah. So this. Um, so the cool thing is, is that you don't need to. So the military spec is actually that it can go eight hours and remain okay. to be like this. But they. So basically what companies do is they just put tritium in there so that it glows for 20 years like this you know it's not eight you know it's not eight hours um man that's nuts so there's like these little like gas tubes in there that just glow in the dark indefinitely and and it's an isotope of i can't remember exactly what how all that works but anyway it's got a half-life of 25 years Huh. I think 20 or 25 years. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's cool. It's fun. Um, it's super durable, uh, and looks cool. Uh, but unassuming too, it's not like gaudy or like right. super, you know, and it's super thin. So like, it's really nice for work. Like I've been wearing it yeah. for work a lot too. Um, so. yeah, it's not like a super like flashy fashion statement. It's more just like, Hey, this is, there's a lot of cool stuff about this watch. Yeah. And um and it's something that you can really enjoy because you know all of like the really cool things about it and stuff. Right. But and it'll last you for a really long time. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe forever. <laughs> maybe. True. Well, I have a feeling that there will be a point where we talk about watches even more. Um yeah. we'll have to come up with your perfect three piece collection. Yeah, I got to expand a little bit. Yeah. We right now sure. I have this one and that Timex that I mentioned that I pretty much never wear. And you have the Apple Watch. And I have the Apple Watch. Dude, there it is. Which is Well, but if you don't wear the Timex or if it's not something that you... I don't really wear it much. If it's, if Every it's now not and a, then, if I'm, if I'm going to work and I don't want to wear the metal band and stuff, I want something a little bit more unassuming, I'll wear the Timex. But it, it's just not as practical. So let me, okay, so let's, let's, let me finish with this question at least with the watches. Yeah. If you could own another watch, what do you think it would be? Like if not brand or anything like that, but like, what would you be, are you looking for something that like you can put on as like a dress watch or you want something more like, like another sport watch that's like a, a mechanical watch or like an automatic watch or what do you think? Um, I think it would probably be. Something with a, like with a leather band, like with a nice leather band. Um, maybe like a another one with a metal case, like with a stainless steel case stainless or whatever case. this is. Um, but like with like a nice like black leather band on it or something like that. Um, you know, I mean, I like these like these all-purpose watches that just kind of look good with whatever you put on. Um, but. Um, yeah, maybe something like that, you know, uh, even something that was a little bit simpler 
than this with the design. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it didn't have like the stopwatch on it and stuff. It just had um, just like just your crown and um, maybe not even the tachymeter around the outside. Just you know, the face with with the hands and maybe the date on there and that's really it maybe something like that um you know uh i like the size so maybe a similar sized face yeah um it seems to fit well on my wrist Mm -hmm. uh but yeah that's probably be like the next thing that i would look at something like that you know be dope yeah yeah so looking forward to expanding the collection you know (laughs) yeah once it becomes normal to like spend money on things we don't need again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since it's not as it's not, much right now. Yeah. Except for alcohol. Alcohol, uh, yeah, is, alcohol is the exception. Yep. And right coffee. Now. And coffee. Me. You Coffee's, need that stuff. Yeah, you do. You need, you, do, you need coffee to get you through the day. The thing is, if you're going to be stuck inside your house all day long, you need alcohol too. And expansion packs on games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot of stuff you could do with that well let's talk about the whiskey that we're yeah. drinking because uh yeah we haven't know, even we, i want to i want to um, chat about this a little bit um, yeah you were telling me like we got two you just you just got both of these bottles I did yeah um they're adding to a collection of bottles that you have from one specific distillery yeah which we've already done i think most of yeah, uh, we did on this podcast because we've done the the E H Taylor, we've done the Stag Junior, we've done the we've Buffalo done Buffalo Trace. Trace. We haven't done the Blantons. That might be yeah, we'll have to that do might that be one in the future. Too. But yeah. uh, all those, yeah, they all come from the Buffalo Trace Distillery. Uh, so these two are the next in line, and that is the Sazerac Rye, which is a rye whiskey. Yep. Um, and then the Eagle Rare, which is your classic bourbon. Uh, aged 10 years, which I just noticed uh, on the back of the bottle here. I didn't actually read into that one a whole lot. Um, but uh, pretty good 10-year bourbon. That's a pretty pretty well-aged bourbon. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. the Four Roses, I mean, that's a really good bourbon, and that's like nine years. Right. So, you know, yeah. I mean, we're going an extra year there. Um, but, yeah, really good. Um, very – they're similar – Mm-hmm. But you can tell this one, like, I think I can pick up that this is a rye, but it's, it's hard. This is one of the, like, you remember the high West yeah. rye that yeah. we, this is different. It is. This is a different rye. It is. I think. Yeah. Yeah. They're both, they're both really good. Um, you know, uh, I think we've kind of had some scotches. We've kind of had some stuff lately where at least one of them was like really smooth. I don't think that either of these are particularly smooth. Um, Eagle Rare has a pretty strong finish on it. Um, it feels smooth at first, and then it's pretty strong uh, as it's going down. Yeah. Um, the rye. It is so weird how if you really, like, search for it in there, you can, like, taste rye Rye. like you can taste it like like rye bread Mm -hmm. like you can you can really taste it in there it's like i said this one is not as subtle as no um or i'm sorry it is it is more subtle i should say as a rye than the high west the high west i could tell that was a rye whiskey uh just like just like bullet rye i can tell i'm drinking a rye whiskey this one i don't know if i would actually i don't know i mean on the nose i can I get it smells different. It smells yeah. like a rye, but 
Yeah, and plus the bottle is pretty cool. It's got a cool I love bottle. This bottle, dude. <laughs> it's got. I don't. What would you call that? Like kind of like ridges. You know what it reminds something? me of? Like a uh, either like an umbrella or like a carousel. Like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the you know the. Yeah, like at the bottom of the neck, it's got like yeah. these ridges around the top of the bottle there. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the bottom of the bottle, too. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, I really like that one. And then this one is weird because when you're looking at it like this, it looks like the whiskey is just like black. Yeah. Like yeah, I was yeah. looking at it earlier and I was like, what the heck? This whiskey is so dark in the bottle and it's not that dark out here. And then you were turning it around a minute ago. And I was like, oh, there we go. Oh, it's because of the label. Yeah. Yeah. It's unlike the Stag Junior, which is really just that dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that thing is just, it's just scary. death. Yeah. yeah, it is that dark. Um, but yeah, no, both uh I, I like them both. Um I, this was my first time actually drinking the Eagle Rare. Uh I had the Sazerac rye, uh I bought it last Friday and I had some then. Um, but this one I just was trying it here just and it's starting it out right yeah, now. And yeah, and I'm I'm very I would buy it's either really one nice. of these again. Unfortunately, they're both on allocation, so um, you can't really find them, but that's they're the cool thing. Find, they're yeah. hard to find, but they're not expensive. You know, right. 35 bucks at the most at total wine after tax. It's not bad. Um, yeah, not, not bad at all. So just because it's on allocation doesn't mean it's expensive, which I like. The more we do this, the more it's just crazy to me. How, just how many whiskeys are out there? You know, there's yeah. just so many different things to try and taste. And the thing is like, I don't really know what I'm talking about with any of this stuff, but I know that, it's pretty hard to find a whiskey that I don't like, you know, yeah. which is probably the reason why we call this whiskey boys because we just <laughs> like whiskey, why we, you know, it comes in all shapes and sizes why it works and we like them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's great. I kind of want to drink more rye whiskey. I think I need to pick up a bottle it's, to have at home. Yeah. It's, it's got do a you, different kind of flavor. A, I don't I have guess, any rye at home. Not, huh? I don't think I've ever bought a rye. Cause, Cause I didn't really know it as much, you know, yeah. I, I knew, I knew bourbon. I knew what I'm, I know kind of like the flavor, the, the palate that I'm getting with the, with the bourbon, but, uh, with rye, not as much, but it's good. It's good stuff. Um, so I, I think I'll have to get a, get a bottle of, maybe I'll get like some bullet rye. I think bullet rye is a good, yeah, that's one of Brandon's go-to rise. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just it's really accessible and mm-hmm. it's a good quality cheap good quality whiskey or inexpensive i should say not cheap because that's yeah. the problem with whiskey is you have there's not i mean you have cheap and you have inexpensive you yeah. know bullet rise and inexpensive good whiskey yeah um, it's not cheap um for but, sure but yeah no i uh i like them both i, I think they're they're great and I, it's funny too like um the way that i look at like whiskey too, especially for like the whiskey boys podcast. It's like, uh, there are so many whiskeys. Like there's a lot of whiskeys that I haven't been in my own collection that we haven't even done yet that right. I, I like want to try different ones comparing, you know, like comparing other, other ones to these ones and stuff. And cause I start to like try to develop profiles for them and stuff. And it's just, it's fun to, to do that. Cause they are so different too. Yeah. You know, yeah. most of these whiskeys aren't the same you know when you no. really start getting into it so yeah it's a whole process it's in a lot of ways i mean i feel like there's so many people that would look at like watches and be like 
those watches just seem like the same to me, you know? And then you start looking at the details and you're like, no, like the, the craftsmen who made these really put something different into what they were doing with this, you know, to make it a different product at the end of the day, you know, and kind of make it their own. Yeah. Um, and you can see that when you kind of start comparing a lot of different ones and stuff. I mean, that's the difference. Like if I drink whiskey once every six months, you could give me a different bottle every time and I would probably just be like, it tastes the same. It's just whiskey. Yeah. You know, the whiskey, you know, unless you gave me the stag junior. Cause that thing is like, you can be like, Hey, this is liquid death. Hey, I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> If we're like, oh, you're trying to poison me. Oh, okay. Oh, thank oh. you. Oh, that's fun. Oh, great. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's just fun to be like, hey, I don't, you know, I don't spend every day or even every evening or anything like drinking a bunch of whiskey or anything. But it's just a fun hobby. It's fun to it just is. like try different ones and see see what the differences are and see if you can pick up on the differences and stuff and yeah. Also, just drinking whiskey is is fun. Well, it's fun. And when you're, you know, like for me, yeah, I have a lot of whiskeys, right, in my collection. But the thing is, is, I mean, some of these bottles, I've owned them for almost two, three years. Yeah. You know, and so for me, because I don't drink them that often. I mean, I sip on them and then we have them when friends are over and stuff. Um, You know, but I buy a bottle. I mean, I I only buy whiskey once every two months. But it's because I don't drink the ones that I have down to the bottom. Yeah. Then I'm able to have so many bottles. So, you know, if you can, if you're responsible about it and you enjoy doing it, it's not like a super uh, expensive hobby or whatever you want to call it, you know? Um, You know, now if you find a daily, now if you want to find a good daily sipping whiskey or something, if you want to have like a glass every couple of days or something, I'd suggest getting a $30 bottle or something. Otherwise, yeah. You don't want to be sipping on a $100 bottle of whiskey every. Uh, no. Every two days, but uh, unless you can afford it, yeah, if you can hey, afford it, we understand that there are people who listen to this podcast who might be super if, rich. If you're if you're rocking mm-hmm. that two if million you, dollar JLC or yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure JLC. If you're rocking that, hey, hundred dollar whiskey, more, is, more uh, power probably to not you. a big deal. Yeah, polish one of those off at night. Also, feel free to give us some of your money. Yeah, if you uh, yeah, can I just borrow your you watch? If, if I swear, whoever got that watch the one or two that were made yeah if they happen to be listening can i please just i don't even need to borrow it just let me hold it for like five minutes i mean yeah (laughs) you probably won't do anything underhanded with it no no (laughs) no i wouldn't definitely not (laughs) definitely not but like also like if there's other people listening but yeah who like, like have a lot of money yeah oh yeah and they want to give us some yeah i don't want to take that off the table right for like, sure they can yeah do we have like a do we have like a, we could do like a GoFundMe. oh man well we're not funding anything we funding have venmo ourselves. though we, we could venmo. just be like hey you could just give us money on venmo do you know that that's a thing like girls do that have you what? seen that like on what? instagram what like mean? girls will put like 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 they'll just attach their venmo on their stories on instagram so that people will like send them money and people do are these like uh they call them like thirst traps or whatever flucies <laughs> the flucies on, on instagram on instagram. the ones that are like hey check out my butt yeah like those ones yeah they just put their venmo and then they're yeah, just, like, just like hey like if you venmo. really like my butt feel free to it's just like give me some money yeah i mean i'm yeah I mean, I haven't looked too far into it, but yeah, I mean, for the yeah, most I part, mean, that's yeah. 
Yeah, like, can you imagine doing that? Like, can you imagine? Just being like... Like, dude, if I threw my Venmo on my Instagram story, I I would probably... For one, I can guarantee you I would get no money. Yeah. Zero dollars would enter my Venmo. And I would probably get my ass kicked by my closest friends that I kickbox with because they'd be like, you're fucking dumb. Yeah. Don't ever do that again. And then I'd probably just be outcasted by all my other friends on Instagram. I think that's the crazy thing, dude, is like there's actually so many people out there with like a large amount of disposable income Hmm. and they're like willing to just like pay for stuff. Well, like, um, I think I feel like a good example for that kind of thing is Twitch, the 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 live streaming service where you can you can live stream like it's very popular for video games. You know, people will play video games and they'll live stream their gameplay and stuff. People can watch them play and they'll have a webcam. They can watch the person and stuff like that. And that Twitch is a hundred percent free. You don't you do not have to pay anything to watch stuff on twitch so the people who make money on there purely make money from people deciding that what that person is doing has value so people being like i like watching this person stream and play video games or i like their personality i like what they have to say whatever it is so i'm gonna give them money to support them so that they will keep doing this. And I guess in a way it's the same thing when you see some, you know, biddy on Instagram and you're like, damn girl, you know, I want you to keep posting pictures. So I'm going to Venmo you some money and I'm going to put a comment like, keep posting pictures or, you know, whatever. Like keep That's it up. A, significantly keep, creepier keep up the good work god <laughs> you're doing great yeah i mean i suppose at a certain point that it's it's sort of the same thing where it's somebody sees value in what you're doing and they're willing to pay you for it and basically you're just saying if you want you can give me money for what i'm doing here which is providing something for you to look at that you enjoy yeah it's yeah, kind of it's, just, it's kind of funny, and I mean, I mean it's yeah no you're right, and too in the modern day, I mean that's there's a very large market of people making their living on social media, on yeah. you know platforms like Twitch, yeah, YouTube not as much. YouTube's boom of making money was probably like it's, yeah, it's not quite the same five though. years ago or what back when it was you know a lot of gamers and I mean you people know, still make a lot of money on there, do. Who, especially who have established themselves, yeah. and like have a a large viewership now yeah because you you get that ad money Mm -hmm. you know um yeah but you know it has changed a lot on the youtube platform specifically but yeah yeah, i think that's so prevalent in today's society that you can you know in modern culture you can make a lot of money um just promoting i mean look at all the people that are able to promote i mean really look at us doing this i mean we're not making money on the whiskey boys podcast but we're using social media heavily to promote it you yeah. know, we we rely on social media to get our name out there and try yeah. to get people to listen and stuff like that. I mean, we're not. I mean, neither of us are too popular anyway. So 
we're not super like, and we're not like super not, aggressive about like, no, trying to get people to listen to this no, but because i mean the the short of it is other than us just like going around to our friends and being like hey we have a podcast if you want to go listen to it this is how you find it and yeah. stuff other than that which would just be like a significant amount of work to do that kind yeah. of thing it's like Nobody, there's so many podcasts that nobody would know that this thing existed unless you yeah. put it up on the internet for, to be like, hey, by the way, we have this. Yeah. If you want to go listen to it, you know. Right. And if you're listening right now, we appreciate it. We do. Yeah. Again, we're not making any money from this and we don't really expect to make any money <laughs> from this no. at all. So it's just fun. Really, we appreciate it. We appreciate that you appreciate what we're doing. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we get. I mean, a, you know, it's we nice get, to know that people listen. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. And there's people that have shared our our information. You know, on yeah. you know, and they share it, and that's freaking sweet. You know, it's cool that there's people that you know, or they're excited like when another episode comes out. You know, it's 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 kind of cool to see that. You know, and it's yeah, um, for sure. And I mean, and again, it's kind of like what some of these people who like start streaming on like Twitch and stuff, you have to start out just knowing like, I'm not going to make any money from this yeah. because you, if you go in trying to find the best way to make money from it, you're probably going to lose yeah. because yeah, like people don't want to see somebody who's like, you know, money grubbing, you know, they're just yeah. trying to see somebody who's being genuine and doing their thing. And they can enjoy it and feel like it's an authentic experience, you know, and, and they're not going to want to support you if they just feel like you're constantly like there is this girl who just got super shit on, on Twitter, uh, like a few months ago, uh, because she had some Twitch, she had a Twitch channel and she would mostly do, uh, like political, like, um, debate or conversations or something like that. She would like have like a few other people in with it, hmm. in it on, in on it with her or whatever. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what her kind of deal was. I don't think she played games, hmm. but she like went on this long rant about how there were all these people who had been watching her all day and nobody had subscribed, which you pay money to subscribe to the channel so that you don't get ads and like oh, there's some okay. other benefits and stuff. Uh, nobody had subscribed and she hadn't gotten any donations. And how dare you people watch me all day and not give me any money? Like what's wrong with you and stuff? And people were Whoops. just shitting on her so hard because they're like, you don't get it, do you? Like, that's not how this works. Yeah. Like, if people see value in what you're doing, they'll pay you money. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, and like for me, there's a couple of Twitch streamers that I enjoy watching. And I really don't donate because we don't have the kind of money to just like just throw donating. at people and be like, yeah, you're just, you know, you're awesome. Here's 20 bucks, you know, yeah. or whatever. And they get that stuff all day long. Like I'll watch some of these guys that I watch, they have like 12,000 people watching them and they're getting like five, 10, 20, sometimes $50 donations all day long. And that's just donations. And then they're making money off of the subscriptions that people sign up for and stuff like that. I mean, you got guys like they're millionaires. 
Yeah. Like they're millionaires and they sit in their computer room all day. They have this nice setup in there and they, they play games all day and people just pay money because they enjoy watching them play games. They like their charisma. They like their, you know, it's just entertainment. Yeah. It's entertainment. And it's, it's like a, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a different type of entertainment where it's like, oh, you don't have to get into the entertainment establishment. You yeah. basically just start from the ground up and people are just like, I like you. Here's money. You yeah. know, you don't have to like try to get on some payroll somewhere or something like that. Yeah. It but, is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, to, to think that, and, and really, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but you don't have to be like, even in an upper like percentage of being like really good at some, like some of these guys are not good gamers. No. Really, I yeah. mean, they're maybe above average, but yeah. they're not. It's just like anyone. If you have the right attitude, if you have like that it factor, you don't have to be discovered by anyone. It's just right. a matter of like, here I am, yeah. And then enough people go, dude, you're funny, or like, wow, your freakouts are hilarious, yeah. or oh my god, you're nuts, or you're really good at gaming, right? And then, and then they watch you. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. There's one guy that I I watch. He doesn't use a webcam. So you just hear his face or sorry, you just hear his voice. You never see his face. Yeah. You never see his face. You just hear his voice. Like he doesn't use a webcam, but he's got a really good voice. So he's really enjoyable to listen to because he's got an awesome voice. And it's like, dude. And people just like, like they like to watch him play and then listen to his voice because he's, he's got a great voice. And so, and like, that's not something that he cultivated. Like, it's just the way his voice is. Yeah. And people were like, and they don't, it's almost like more enjoyable because you don't know what he looks like. You're just like, ah, oh, he's, yeah, he's cool to listen to, you know? And sometimes you just kind of hit that right thing where people are like, yeah, you're awesome. I want to pay attention to you. And sometimes yeah. you, you really, you just grind it out. You know, everybody starts from nothing other than there's a lot of athletes that have been on Twitch now. Oh, really? Yeah, especially since like oh, some of these sports this, got canceled. Yeah. But even before that, like when they were in off season and stuff, mm-hmm. they would play video games on Twitch. And like they would they like made money from doing that. And it's kind of nice because if you're already well known as an athlete, like oh, uh yeah. Trevor May is a baseball player. Oh, okay. He he plays um he's a professional baseball player and then he plays like Fortnite and stuff. And is like a streamer hmm. uh, and makes money from doing that Damn. too. Um, yeah. Some of these other guys who, whose like seasons have been canceled now, like are playing, playing video games instead. I wouldn't have guess. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I mean, you know, if they're already, I think the biggest thing with that is that, you know, they probably already game anyway. Yeah. You know, they probably just, you know, do yeah, some gaming exactly. anyway on their side you know spare time right um but then also yeah i mean it's just like anything like any you know that's why a lot of these athletes you know they'll start restaurants or they'll you know right because they're already known so it's easy to be like yo they don't have to do a lot of promotion you don't have to build from the ground up because you're already going to be kind of in the headlines of people being like oh the the tight end for this football team has started like a barbecue restaurant that's so crazy and the people are like what oh and they go and they just go try it out out just because yeah like, I don't even know who this guy is. I just want yeah. to go there because it's a celebrity. Yeah. Especially if, like, oh, he's going to be there. Whatever. Like, right. you could do. So, same with the Twitch thing. Like, 
oh, you know, yeah, they have, you know, let's say they have, you know, 1.5 million followers on Instagram. Right. If they start a Twitch account, let's say a fraction, 100,000 of those people go to watch them. Yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's just, it's crazy how... It's like, um, like the guy Ninja who's like... See, he's I know kind of him. Be- he's kind I'm of become even- the face <laughs> yeah. of like esports <laughs> and yeah. kind of like um, streaming and stuff like that. Like the Red Bull guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the Red Bull guy. He's the Adidas guy now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he got he basically had been really working his way up. He was really doing he was doing well. He was making a a, a living that would make him more money than going to college would have. So he quit college and was doing that instead. And had been streaming for a long time and was making good money. And then Fortnite had blown up. He was playing a lot of Fortnite. He was getting a lot of viewers from that. And then he got invited to play with Drake. And so he streamed playing with Drake. Like, Drake wasn't there with him, but they were like, Drake was in the chat. Like, Mm -hmm. you could hear Drake talking. So they were like playing a couple of games together. And he had like, 300,000 people watching him while that was happening. So you just imagine like that was just like Drake doesn't stream. He was just gaming with Ninja and his voice was coming through and people were like, so just imagine like if Drake was like, oh, I'm going to start streaming some video games. People would just be like, he would have a crazy amount of people watching him all the time. And, you know, that's kind of what skyrocketed Ninja. You know, he was making a ridiculous amount of money for like several months after that, like probably five months after that, he was making an insane amount of money. You're talking, he was making $2 and 50 cents for each subscription, each monthly subscription. And he, he was, he had over a hundred thousand subscriptions. He hit, he, at one point he hit 200,000 subscriptions. So like for one month, he hit 200,000 subscriptions. So you're talking, Two dollars and fifty cents times two hundred thousand. Holy shit! What? Like so that's five hundred thousand dollars in a month. Fuck! In a month. Yeah. So that's insane. Yeah. Insane. So he. I mean, and so I think he's just been able to build on that. You know, he's worth something right. like ten million dollars now, or something like that. And he literally wears sweatpants to work. Well, yeah. And you know. He, like, and and kind of much like me, his life hasn't changed much probably since the quarantine. Probably not. No, he gets up from bed and he goes to his computer room. Yeah, which is is it the same one that Red Bull built him? That yeah. Red Bull built him because yeah. I did see that video. I oh, saw yeah. like I was okay. watching videos on how to like I was watching a video or videos on YouTube of like building stuff. Oh, and then okay. like that came up. So it was oh, like weird. the behind the scenes, like, yeah, yeah. like the company that came in to do it. And like yeah. the decision, like he, Ninja wasn't even in the video. Like it wasn't even right. meant for Ninja followers to watch. It was meant for nerds like me who yeah, were like, right. wait, how did they do that? Like, yeah, wait, right. I want to see what, the, so I ended up watching that and then they showed like the unveil and stuff. But, um, but yeah, so like that, that room is freaking dope though. It's but really it also cool. was, I don't think he paid for it. I think it was once. Oh no, it was like Red, Red like Red Bull, Bull was like, yeah, we're going to give you yeah. a streaming room. Yeah. And he just has to have like a freaking Red Bull, which he already did before that even happened. He just has a Red Bull like fridge right Frid, behind yeah. him and he just drinks Red Bull while he's 
streaming and stuff, which he are he likes drinking Red Bull, so it's not yeah, even it's like no different a like, weird stretch. Oh, or okay. Well, yeah. twist my arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he'll just reach back and grab a Red Bull, and that's funny. Which I'm like, dude, I I can't. I do drink Red Bull sometimes, but I only drink the sugar free one. I was gonna say the sugar. Yeah, I can't drink the ones with sugar in them. They, they just have so much sugar, and he'll drink like three in a day. Bro, that is so much sugar. And that's what he's drinking, doing. like on while well, streaming. Yeah. Like, who's to say he's not drinking even? He could be. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I can't do that. I, <laughs> I don't really drink him anymore anyway. Like, I don't drink any of that anymore for the yeah. most part. But, um, I I do occasionally enjoy a Red Bull because I mm. really do like them. And when I get them, I get the I do I like the tropical. The yellow, yeah, the, the yellow one, yeah, oh, it's which so is not sugar free. That's no, just straight up. That's the one I always used to drink before I switched to the sugar free so stuff. Good. I don't drink them like a ton. Like maybe once a week, I'll have one. Like if I don't get coffee in the morning or make coffee, I'll get a Red Bull. But yeah, they're the best. I mean, like they're the best energy drink. They really are. Um, and. Anybody who tries to tell you that bang or something like that. I was that just going to say, what about all the bang? Dude, we're going to. Maybe there's a lot of people right now screaming at us <laughs> while they're in their car. You bang is better. I don't know. They're not. They're I, not better. They're just, they're just better given that they don't have any sugar, you know? Yeah. Like, still and I have, still think the sugar free Red Bull is better than those. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's all fake. I mean, it's all like <laughs> artificial, you know, it's all like too. You know, like that's why it's funny when people argue like or the the funny thing I thought with the bang thing yeah. was that they were the healthy energy drink. It was yeah, like right. what? They're You're lying healthy. to yourself. It's not yeah. healthy. There's nothing about that. Drink water. Like yeah. that's healthy. Yeah. Like don't you know, don't sugarcoat your <laughs> Yeah. Like oh. don't try to ah, sugarcoat there is yeah, no sugar. Yeah, no sugar. See, that's ah. that's where it is. Jokes. I mean, the nice thing um, about drinking an energy drink, if you're trying to get caffeine, is that it doesn't make you feel like you have to take a shit like an hour and a half True. <laughs> like coffee does. Sometimes, man, I'll drink a big old cup of coffee and then Good I'll be coffee. sitting at a client's computer working on their stuff. And I'm like, you feel that drop? You feel the drop down there? And you're like, like, oh, I'm going to have to do some business here pretty quick. Have you ever pooped in a client's house? Yes. <laughs> I really try to keep it. I try not to do that. I really try not to do that. But there was a time where I was, um, I had to drive really far for my first job. And so I, I started my day. I went to McDonald's and I got one of their large iced coffees. This is already starting great. I got a large iced coffee and then I got like their regular McMuffin meal, sausage McMuffin. And, uh, I ate everything. I drank that coffee and I, yeah, it was like 45, 50 minutes to that client's house. So I drank almost the whole coffee. And so the McDonald's plus the coffee, I was sitting at this, this client's house and it was like that moment where I was like, oh, this has to happen right now. Like this is like, this is happening now, you know? And I was like, well, there's nothing I can do. You know, like I, I gotta go here. You know, I was like in a suburb up in like Saddlebrook or something like that. I was just like, I got to go here. So I was like, hey, do you mind if I use your bathroom? And the guy was like in the other room, like watching TV. And he's like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. You know, and it was like a nice like cookie cutter home, like newer, relatively newer home. And it was very clean in there. 
and I went in the guest bathroom and it was like they never ever used the guest bathroom. So it was like pristine in there, right? Oh, did they have the fake soaps? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they had a they had a hand soap that was completely unused, like it was still closed. Like it was it was not opened or anything yet. About to open it today. So I sat down and I blew out that toilet, dude. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. Oh, uh, did they and have a fan? Was there a fan? They had a fan. All so right, I was good. running the fan. Okay. But do you that think fan was like you that, think he heard? Oh man, no, he didn't. I don't think he heard me because it it wasn't super loud. It was just oh. a lot. It was a lot, and it was it was gross. And I will say it took it took two flushes, <laughs> took two flushes, and then afterwards there was a lot of leftover down in there. And I was like, I can't leave their toilet like this, man. I can't. This is so bad. Oh, I can't dude. do this. And so I'm looking around and there is no brush. Nothing. And so I did paper. it. I did it with the toilet paper, you man. I got in there, there with the toilet paper and I buffed it yep. out, man, cuz like you know. We've all been there. You got to get you got to get rid of it cuz you can't you can't walk out like that. No. And then I yeah, Just I washed my hands. Scrapes. I I used that soap for the first time, washed my hands and and uh, got pretty, out of there, and it was pretty it, rank. It was stanky, <laughs> and I was just like, I think I shut the door when I walked out because I was like, maybe, just maybe, the next time they feel the need to go in that bathroom, since it seems like they never do, it will have aired out by then, and they won't it's probably smell a safe it now. assumption. Yeah, so that was like one of the only times I've ever taken Dude, a dump in a client's is... house, and I I was like. I need to be better about finding a way to not have this happen because that was so terrible. Dude, that's bad. It that's was bad. Awesome. You know, like everything. So sometimes the energy and, drink is better. And to be honest with you, it makes sense that your your one time pooping at a client's house is gonna be a nightmare. Yeah. Because it's you in you are not gonna do that ever unless right. you absolutely need to, and if you absolutely need to probably not going to be good like the thing is too and like as long as we're talking about poops it was the nice thing about it was it was probably like five minutes oh total you know like it was like bad but it was but it was like it was like a dump truck it was ready to go you know like it was like it was ready to go yeah missiles in the silo light the fuse the horses were at the gates already they were ready to they were ready to burst out of those gates like i'm on with mission control that's right Houston, we're ready for liftoff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, uh, the I think the worst situation is those like 10, 12, 14, 18 minute poops, you know? You know those ones where you're like, I know I got to poop, but man, this is taking so long to make this happen. Like, that's terrible when you're in somebody else's house, you're on the clock, you've got work to do, and you're like... Because there's no way that they're not going to think at some point, like, man, he's been in there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> and then they know. Yeah. You know, they know. They're like, having a tough, tough oh. time in there, oh. you know? Hmm. Blowing it up. I, I'm glad that it was at least a quick one. Yeah. But uh, <sighs> didn't make the experience any more fun. Damn, that's rough. 
You know what's also like embarrassing? Not I it just it made me think of it when when you said like a 15 20 minute, you know, yeah. poop whatever. Uh I mean, I might as well just throw in my my two cents. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything more awkward? Have you ever been in this situation? You have a family get together? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You have a family get together? <laughs> And, and, you know, you kind of like, it'll be at my parents' house, you know, yeah, yeah. and I'll go sneak to the back bathroom and I'll, you know, start blowing it up. Yep. And good 15 minutes goes by and all of a sudden I walk back out and then everyone's just kind of like sitting, chatting quietly to themselves, like individual conversations and I come walking out and on a few occasions it's been like, oh, hey, where were you? <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know where I was. <laughs> I've been gone for 15 minutes. Don't ask where I was. You know I was pooping. Yeah. <laughs> you know what <laughs> you was You losers. Going yeah. But you just, it's like that thing where you just walk out and then, um, and then especially when you're not at like your parents' house, you're at someone else's house. Yeah. And then you disappear for a good 15 minutes and then you come back and it's like, what's up? Yeah, and they're right. all just like, hey, you good? Yep. <laughs> yep. I'm good. You? You know, I always used to think it was so dumb when I would see all this stuff about people talking about being regular, you know, like, Oh, I want to be, I want to get into a situation where I, I'm, I'm a little bit more regular with my poops, Ooh, you know, fiber, fiber commercials. Yeah. Like those fiber commercials or yeah, fiber, that one fiber one or that one with uh what's her name? Uh, with the, with the yogurt, you know? Oh you yeah. That? The yeah. Act- Activia or Activ- whatever it is. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> There's been so many like jokes and like SNL sketches and stuff about that. Uh, But like making you regular, but like becoming regular. And I was always like, I don't care about that. I'll just go poop when I need to poop, you know? But sure enough, getting on a schedule where maybe like you poop in the morning when you're getting ready for work, you poop in the evening, maybe you get in a good, like a midday, but like, Whatever whatever that schedule is, you know when it's coming, so you can kind of plan around it a little bit so that you're not stuck somewhere where you really don't want to be pooping. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how Cody does it because he refuses to poop anywhere other than his house now because he's got that bidet. He's got the bidet. Home So he, he's like, I will leave and go home or I will hold it longer than I probably should so that I can go at my house and I'm like, brother, I don't know how you do that. Like yeah. that would drive me crazy. Just being like, no, I can't go unless I'm at home. I mean, I'm gone from my home too much. I most, <clears throat> I most often. Well, I either me, it's you know work, home, or at my parents' house or something. You know, yeah. I'm at a you know comfortable place um, that I'm f- very familiar with. But I do know that there have been occasions where I'm leaving a place mm-hmm. and I gotta go. Yeah. But I'll make it home. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not going to no freaking gas station or going I'm, I'll, I'll make it home. Sure. You know, I've also pit stopped at my parents' house and like walked in. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. don't say anything. And I just run into the back. Yep. And I come out there like, hey, I'm like, hey, how's everyone doing? And I'm like, good. <laughs> you go stormed in day. here abruptly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. See, I use gas stations all the time qt's yeah qt's kind of the best situation because they keep it pretty clean i have to i'm i'm driving all day long yeah so you don't you don't have a work 
dude, maybe we should put one in your in your van, in your work van. <laughs> Get a little Ge- toilet in the back yeah. there. In the Geek Squad van. Oh boy. Just drain it out every day. A little, <laughs> a little suction thing right there. Just oh, hook God. it up. <laughs> oh God. That sounds horrible for whoever has to do that job. No, we'll just put one like we'll put a septic system right out in the right where you guys park those three vans, yeah. right by that tree. Yeah. We'll just put a septic system right there on the ground. <laughs> a little thing that just sucks it right out. Stop good. making that noise, dude. It's so terrible. <laughs> That's what it sounds I can't, like. I can't help but imagine poop going through the tube when you make that noise. It's, it's horrible. so accurate. This is like a uh, airplane uh, toilet. God. Yeah, it does. Did you see that video of the airplane? It was in a third world country. I don't know, like wherever. And they were pulling the, because the storage tank was in the wings for, for or no, underneath the belly okay. for, for poop, no. for all the septic stuff. And the guy pulled it early. Just don't. Oh no! <laughs> and then and then he like fell off the ladder. So then it's just spewing everywhere, and oh, he's like no. running back up trying to get up the ladder, and it's just like gallons of just. Oh yeah. my gosh! It was awesome. That's hilarious and terrible. So good. And I then guess. the great, the best part about it is that there's a guy filming that does nothing because he's <laughs> he just doesn't help. He's just locked on the thing. Like he was ready for that. Yeah, dude he's just to watching, up. Yeah. and he's like some new guy. Oh Whatever, gosh. maybe I yeah. guess. I, right, I, yeah. I like I said, it was in another language. I don't know right, what they were, who but knows. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, that is so good. <laughs> well, the one thing I'm worried about is that after all of this social distancing quarantine stuff is over, I'm not going to be able to hold it anymore because I'm at home all the time right now. And as soon as I have to go, I'm like, oh, I gotta go, and I just, just walk go. over to the bathroom and do my business. And I feel like I'm gonna like train myself. To like get to the point where I'm gonna be like out somewhere and be like, I gotta go. Oh gosh, I gotta go like right now. Oh, where's the bathroom? Oh no, I gotta get there right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do. I do. Uh, I do go number one uh, at clients' houses from time to time because yeah, when you really, really have to pee, you cannot concentrate. It's hard to focus. I cannot focus when I really, really have to pee, and I, I like they're like how do I do this thing? And like, I have just an issue with this. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care what your problem is. I got to get out of here right now. Are we done? Sounds like we're done. And I just yeah. like run out. And I was like, it's better to just be like, can I go use, use your bathroom really quick? I know that usually like for me, when I'm in the field or when I'm working on something, I can usually negate, you know, like I can usually avoid the fact that I, I feel like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it'll be okay. I can, I can make it through, but if I'm sitting at a computer Mm -hmm. or I'm doing something very like focus driven like that, where I'm not moving my body, but just thinking, (laughs) yeah, yeah, not, not working. I can't focus. If I'm just like working on something, it's easier. But if I have to like problem solve, I'm just like, please, what is the fastest way to fix this problem, please? And then it doesn't work. And I'm like, Oh God, what do I do now? On that note, I think Man, we've... Uh, we've hit a lot of great subjects today. I think we've probably hit everything Whiskey, that we possibly watches, could. watches. Poop. Poop. I mean, it was inevitable Pee-pee. Yeah, to talk about that at some point on the Whiskey Boys podcast. Yeah, we were always going to end up there. Yeah. And it all comes full circle, because I'll tell you what, I'm <laughs> glad that we have a... Some some toilet paper to fall back yeah. on right now. And also, just so everyone's aware, when we have Cody on, we will be talking about it again. Uh, definitely. The bidet, We're will, have to. the bidet will come up. Because he's like the only person I know who has one. Yeah. He's and probably, he loves it. 
Yeah. It makes me, I kind of want to. He was bragging about it the other day. I kind of want to try it. I'm afraid to try it because I'm afraid I'll love it. And then I'll never be able to go back. That's a weird problem to have, isn't it? Like, think about that. Yeah. Like, what if I love it? It's like, wait, what? What if I What if I love it so much? Well, it's like, <laughs> you could say that for Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, no, no, no. I mean, like, as, you could say that for like drugs. Yeah. You no, 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 Like, no. what if I, I love it? Then I'll, then I'll be stuck. <laughs> No, I mean like in a like in our. I, I'm sorry, I should have been more specific. I mean in our country. Oh yeah. Like we live in a country where we're like, oh, but what if I love to? What if I love to not wipe my ass and I can just have something <laughs> clean it for me? What if oh, I? Great. What if it's so amazing that I I just feel like I have to go buy one, and I don't ever need to use toilet paper again. Man, that's that's my whole problem. Is like right now I'm like. Basically, using the bathroom at a gas station is essentially a very similar experience to using it at home. Uh, and mm. I don't... I, so then I can just be like, this isn't great, but it's basically what goes on at home for the most part. But if I get a bidet, then I'm every time I go to use the bathroom somewhere else, I'm going to be like, this is garbage, and I hate it, and I'm so angry right now. Do they have travel bidets? Travel you can carry in a briefcase. You just carry a little like squirt water bottle with you. <laughs> one of those, one of those squirt fans you get at Disneyland. <laughs> get that thing up there. <laughs> with, the, with the fan. <laughs> <laughs> We, we have had some whiskey, I'll be honest with you. I've, I've had, yeah, we've, I've had, I've a, had bit. a little bit of whiskey. I'm bit. not drunk by any means. Me neither. At all. I'm not, I'm not even drunk either. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even, let me tell you. I'm fine. I'm fine. Dude, I'm like a three out of ten. Yeah. That's when you know you're drunk and start with <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> That's all you need. Oh, man.